Welcome to the Carmen Collected Podcast, Season 2, Communication and Dialogue, Episode 8, Friendship and Family Tension. Yes, we are going to talk about tension. The next three episodes, in fact, are going to be all about tension. Now, before we begin, let's get on the same page of what we mean about tension. Well, tension is that unresolved feeling in the air. Is the feeling, a very real feeling, that there is some kind of barrier between you and the other person, or even family members. Now, this barrier may be imagined, right? Maybe this barrier doesn't really exist, but for whatever reason, you think it's there. Maybe this barrier is from the other person. Maybe the barrier is from you. And hopefully, by discussing tension in the next three episodes, we will have a better understanding of what exactly it is, how to avoid it, and how to set it up. Because you don't want to get rid of tension out of your life forever, especially not in a sexual relationship, right? In a romantic relationship, you do want that bit of tension, the bit of tug of war. But we are going to talk about that when we get to that episode. Now, another thing I want to mention, one of the, I wouldn't say critiques I got, but more like feedback, is that I generalize a lot, which is true. I do generalize, especially in the second season. I say most people or a big group of people. Now, I want you to keep these generalizations and everything in mind and put a bit of salt on them. Like I'm talking in general to make it easier to explain my point of view. That doesn't mean that differences don't exist at the extreme. That doesn't mean I necessarily believe that everybody acts in a certain way. I don't. I believe that generalizing people, generalizing individuals, right, is extremely dangerous and can lead to awkward tension, which we're going to talk in the next episode. However, I generalize mostly for demonstrative purposes, to explain my point and to be better understood. So I want you to keep this in mind. Now, don't use this generalization when talking to an individual. When you're talking to a single person or even a small group, try to be as open-minded as possible. And usually you will presently surprised. Alright, now let's get into this episode. Friendship and family tension. Well, you already established where the tension, what is the tension. Now, where the tension is coming from can be or so many issues that we can probably sit here tomorrow to discuss it. So I'm gonna just blaze it through. Right? It can be jealousy, it can be anger, it can be unresolved parental issues, right? There it can be a lot, a lot of issues. And finding the right one takes time. 
takes knowing, takes knowing yourself, takes knowing the other person, and takes knowing how relationship function in general, right? Going into this, will possibly take us forever. So instead, I'm gonna talk about two things that you can use in your own relationship and familiar brands, uh, bonds. First is intention. Now, one of the most interesting things and one of the things that generate the most tension is intention, right? What do you want from your friends? What do you want from your family members? Uh, this may sound contrite like oh what do i want from friends i want to be my friends of course but that's not that's not the right answer see so i will tell you an example of myself i like deep discussions i like deep bonds i can't be bothered with chit chat and talking about weather i like to talk about suffering i like to talk about life the hard stuff right and my intention was making friends is finding like-minded people and one of the things i did quite stupidly if i may add i would find people and i would try to force them this intention of friendship onto them i would try to have conversations deep conversations with them i would try to talk about suffering i would try to talk about uh, life motivation stuff that they were clearly not interested in they were making them uncomfortable and they put up every effort to try to get that conversation away. But I didn't because I imagined this intention that this is what I wanted and I would try to force on the other people. And this created a lot of confusion, a lot of unnecessary tension and almost cost me quite a few decent friendships. Because otherwise you can be friends with a guy or a girl. Right? Without talking about deep stuff, without talking about personal stuff, you can be casual acquaintances, yeah, having a extremely good discussion about weather and sports and still help each other, but not having the deep part, right? So you've got to understand your intention towards your friends. What do you want out of them? Do you want someone to have a deep discussion with, to talk about life, to create rapport and the lasting friendship or do you want someone who just have a casual chat with a, a gym buddy right a hobby friend and by understanding your intention then you need to understand the other person's intention maybe that other person wants exactly the same wants a casual hobby based friendship Maybe that other person actually wants a deep relationship with you, but is just not very good at expressing themselves or having that actual discussion. Yeah, And your intentions was the same, but because of bad communication, tension was created. Right? You're going to talk about misunderstandings in the next episode, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say. It's the same with family, really, right? A lot of tension between family members come from misinterpreted intentions 
or not clear enough intention, right? Sometimes your mom wants to smother you with love and affection and wants to do everything with you, but you just want someone to be supportive and it's next to you no matter what decisions you take, right? You don't want someone to decide what's best for you, what you want to experience on your own. And a lot of the times, because intentions between family members are not clear, tension builds and it can create outbursts of anger, of jealousy and my favorite, saying things you can never ever ever take back, right? There's a point when you say some things to your friends and family members that you can never take back and those relationships are just cracked for the whole of your life. So be careful of that. Don't let your intention on the other person's intention be modded. Try to calibrate it so it's roughly on the same level and communicate it in as clear language as possible, especially with your family members. Because you don't want, you don't want modded intentions. Nobody wants modded intentions. Now, the next thing I wanted to talk about is boundaries. Now, you might think, wait a second, having boundaries between friends and family, isn't that one of the things that build tension? Yes and no. Now, boundaries are very important because If you have too much of them, yeah, then that means you build a wall around yourself that you won't let anybody in, no matter how hard they try, right? Maybe you build yourself a wall of self-pity and misery, and no matter, I have friends like this, no matter how hard I try, no matter how I try to understand them, to be them, they always jump a step back and build a new wall, right? And it's after like the 15th wall, I broke down, I'm like, I spent so much time on you, so much energy and so much love, and you just wouldn't let me in because you think you're some kind of negativity martyr that nobody understands. And if you refuse to let people in, yeah, if your boundaries are so numerous and so massive, then nobody will understand you. Because it's a, you need to make a conscious effort to let people in, into your own mind, into your own life. And if your boundaries are too numerous and you refuse to change them or to loosen them, people will give up. There's only so much time, effort and energy a person is willing to put into you before they're like, you know what? I'm going to find someone who would be more appreciative of my time and more appreciative of my efforts. Right? Now, there's the other extreme when the boundaries are non-existent. I'm pretty sure you know people like this. Women, some men as well, but you can see it especially in women's friendship. And there's no boundaries right or or it's even worse in family members when they know everything about you when they know their hobbies when you uh, masturbate when you go to the toilet what the color of underwear you're wearing and it's just like there's no room for self-expression 
because that other person is so in your head and in your life, they very easily influence you. And it's usually a codependent and even toxic relationship when the other person knows absolutely everything about you and is always constantly in your life. You won't have the ability to think for yourself, to express yourself, to have a healthy relationship. Like one of the most common examples, I'm pretty sure you know someone like this, who you cannot invite him for a beer because his girlfriend or boyfriend is constantly wants to know what she's doing, who he's talking about, how many people, how long, how, uh, uh, what's he saying, who said, who's uh, around him, what kind of clothes are they wearing, what's the venue, for how long, right? So you constantly, constantly, there's absolutely no boundary in the relationship, in the friendship. And he just... I don't think I need to explain. But I'm going to leave you with one more example that was very interesting. I was talking to one of my girlfriends and um, she said something very interesting happened with her. She was at camp in her youth and she fancied a guy and they started talking about her and she discovered that there was another guy who's this guy's best friend and they were like inseparable and absolutely everything she told uh, the guy let's call him Johnny absolutely everything she told Johnny about her life her like she told Jack the other guy and it just made her extremely uncomfortable and she felt like she was not really flirting or creating rapport or deep connection with uh, Johnny, she was making it with both. And she didn't want that. She was not ready yet for threesome, right? So you got to be careful with that. Especially if your other friend... One of the dangers of having no boundaries is... uh, And I'm pretty sure you experienced this as well. Is once you start working on yourself. Once you start going forward in life be it um, personal in career in financial or spiritual and that other friend who literally in your face starts to feel jealous starts to feel like oh i'm gonna be left behind what do i do now and they start pulling you back they don't what they don't do it out of malice well some people do but most of the time it's just this fear of being left alone of this fear of being left behind of not moving forward and you will automatically try your to pull back your friend even if you have the best intention so boundaries and knowing when to put them and when to let them go it's really important now one more things I would like to hit about boundaries it's really important to set them up as soon as possible, right? For example, if you have overbearing parents that are constantly in your face, trying to set up boundaries with them when you're on your late teens or uh, early adulthood is extremely difficult, sometimes even impossible. Maybe you even need to just move and leave them alone 
to make it clear that you want boundaries between this relationship so no matter what kind of relationship you are familiar friends acquaintances you want to establish what kind of boundaries you have and you expect from the relationship as soon as possible you can even make it clear right if you want to go one step further of what parts of your boundaries are willing to let down like i'm willing to tell more about myself if i trust you and i know you or you'll tell me about yourself as well right make it clear at least in your own head where are your boundaries and how much are you willing people to let in and where to draw the line because if you draw a line and the other person crosses it there's a high chance they will cross it again right if someone cheats on you once there's a high chance they will cheat on you again especially if you forgive them because people like to push the envelope and once you let someone treat you like dirt like trash the little mad voice in their head will whisper oh what kind of person lets me treat them like this can i try this again can i do this again and they will try and they will do it even if it's subconscious a lot of actions we have is subconscious don't miss um, subconscious action can be extremely dangerous be careful of that right now to recap quickly in this episode tension can come from a lot of things if you guys think that i should have a full episode on just the origin of tension please let me know but on the next episode we're going to talk about me a bit more about negative tension but the main takeaway i want you to take from this episode is make it clear what kind of ten- intention yeah what do you want from your friends what kind of friends do you want what kind of familiar bond do you want what kind of familiar bond and friendship bond the other person wants or people and meet in the middle and set up as soon as possible boundaries and make it clear at least in your own head possibly to everyone in the friendship slash relationship group where are your boundaries and stick to them most importantly stick to your boundaries because if someone will um, cross your boundaries will do something that deeply offends you and you let them get away with it there's a high chance you will do it again all right thank you for joining me on today's episode about familiar tension i think this is a better name to call this episode and i hope I will see you on the next episode of Carmen Collected Podcast Season 2, Awkward Tension.